Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. It's Rachel. And if you didn't already know, I'm posting an episode every day this week. Um, And this is the second one. So if you haven't seen the first one for this week, go check out chapter six. So we are on chapter seven today. And in our last episode, what happened was Allie ended up getting the surgery, but then she realized she wouldn't be able to take lessons anymore with Miss Carrie since she'll be able to hear again, and she thinks they're not going to spend as much time together. So she tells the lie that she wasn't able to get the surgery for medical reasons. And Allie's also been having some hallucinations, so they're not sure if she's a little crazy. So, yeah, let's get into the reading. Allie woke up and was ready for school. Her jeans were ripped in the knees because she had had them for so long. Allie drove to school once more. There was so much commotion. There were kids yelling, screaming, and talking loudly. A girl with a blonde ponytail tied in a scrunchie and was wearing a cheerleading uniform was staring at me. Like usual, now that I could hear her name, was Mia. Hey guys, look, it's Deaf Girl again. With the ripped pants that wears the same outfit every day, said Mia as she giggled. I never thought Mia was mean until I heard that voice of hers. She was bloody cruel. She's so dumb. She doesn't even know what we're saying. I mean, she still has that same haircut since the first grade, said Mia's friend Chanel. If they knew what it was like to be deaf, they wouldn't treat me this way, Allie thought. Doesn't she work at that greasy burger place down the street? I mean, how gross. I work at that store in the mall that sells high fashion clothing. I can't believe she's working in that grease dump. She's deaf, so I guess she's the one who should do it. Her life has no meaning anyway, said Mia as she huddled close to Chanel and her other friends. Mia, you're so funny, said Chanel, trying to get Mia's attention. Thanks. And the best part is she can't even get us in trouble because she can't even hear what we're saying. It's awesome, right? Said Mia. The girls at school were mean and it made me very depressed. But I kept walking through the hallway as I did every day. Sometimes I wondered if they did say this stuff to me when I was really deaf. They probably did, but I just never noticed. Mia flipped her hair in my face. I don't know how many times... I wanted to pull it and shove it down her throat, but I knew I had to stay calm. I kept my job because I was saving up to move out one day. I got in my car and drove to Bob's Burgers. Outside my car window, I saw Mia and her friends walking in and talking to my manager. It looked like they were getting interviewed, but I couldn't tell. I walked into the building. Mia, what the heck are you doing here? said Allie upset. Oh, oh, I'm just here for an interview, and I think the manager has something to tell you, wrote Mia. Allie, I'm sorry, but the fact that Mia has a background in cooking makes her more qualified for the job, said the manager. What does she have that I don't, said Allie. Well, her dad owned a sous chef restaurant, and she promised us $20,000, said the manager, twiddling his thumbs, as he had no choice but to hire Mia. 
How could you do this to me? I worked so hard for below minimum wage, said Allie, upset. I'm sorry, Allie, but Mia just gave us a better offer, wrote the manager. Fine, I'll leave. But before I go, is there any other job I could have? said Allie, desperate for any job they had in mind. You could be a sign spinner, said the manager. Okay, I'll take it. Give me the sign, said Allie, depressed. But she had to do what she had to do to finally move out one day and have a life of her own. The manager handed Allie a sign that said, Come to Bob's Burgers. We put the G in Greece. It was a cardboard sign that was painted in bright yellow with blue and red lettering with a picture of a burger and an arrow pointing in the restaurant's direction. Well, I'll see you here at 5 p.m. tomorrow, but I want you to stay till midnight. I don't know why, but that's when we get the most of our customers, said Dan. I'll be there, said Allie, depressed with a breathiness to her voice. Such a freak, said Mia as she whispered to Chanel. She can't even hold a job at a garbage dump like this, said Chanel as she stood up for her. I heard them on my way out. Mia was cruel, and I wish I could have the courage to stand up, but I didn't. Did you hear? Girls, Allie has a shift from five till midnight spinning a sign. My dad is rich, so I can hire some people to beat her up. Imagine how popular we would be if we showed that video to the whole school, said Mia enthusiastically as she made eye contact with each girl as she tried to let them imagine her, their fake popularity. That would be soon come in the future, as she promised them in their minds. Yeah, we would be pretty popular. Let's do it, said Chanel. Allie went back home because she didn't feel like talking to Miss Carey. It would just make her feel worse to see her with Mr. Harvey. It was raining outside, and I pulled up my hood on my jacket. I'm here for my shift, said Allie. Well, here's your sign back. Now, just stand by the street and spin it, wrote Dan. Allie stood out in the rain. She enjoyed spinning the sign. It took her stress away. Allie was trying to make the best out of what she had. She spun the sign to the best of her ability. The sign started to wilt away as the water soaked the cardboard. It was 11 p.m., and she had one hour left of her shift. She liked this better than working in the restaurant. There was a better view, and she tried to make the people happy. Out of nowhere, seven men in black come rushing towards me. I see black silhouettes getting closer and closer. Before I could blink my eye, one of the men punched me in the stomach. The other one grabbed my hood and held me down, while the other one hit me in the face. Stop! yelled Allie. Another man put me in a chokehold for a few seconds and then let me go. Stop, boys, said Mia. Was that Mia's voice I just heard? Look, we got it all on tape now, said Mia as she pointed what looked like a camera to my face. Once Mia left, my sign was fully soggy. I had blood on me everywhere. My neck had red marks from Mia's men trying to choke me. My jeans were ripped from the men pushing me to the ground. My pink t-shirt had red blood stains. My jacket hood was stretched out like a rubber band. Allie zipped up her jacket so no one would see the blood. Allie went back to Bob's Burgers and returned the sign. It's a little soggy from the rain, but here you go, said Allie as she handed the sign to Dan. Thanks. Allie, seems like you worked hard today.
See you tomorrow at the same time, wrote Dan as he put a sign in the corner of the restaurant to dry. Allie went back home and straight to her room without eating dinner again. Allie begged to appear thinner. Allie began to appear thinner. Allie's jeans began to fit looser than they normally did. Allie had lost her appetite after everything that's happened. Allie stared at the wall because she couldn't go to sleep. Allie still missed her parents, and she knew deep down it was her fault. Her parents died in that fire. Allie woke up the next morning and went to Miss Carrie's before school. Hey, Miss Carrie, said Allie. Hello, Allie. It's been a long time. Is it just me, or do you look a lot thinner? What's going on, Allie? sighed Miss Carrie. A lot of stuff, said Allie. You need to eat something, sighed Miss Carrie as she went into the kitchen to get Allie a donut. I don't want anything. I just don't feel like eating, said Allie. What's going on, sighed Miss Carrie as she gave Allie the donut anyway. It's just that at the moment, Allie realized she couldn't tell Miss Carrie what was happening because she'd kept it a secret that she got the surgery so they could spend more time together. It's just that what, sighed Miss Carrie. Nothing, I'm fine, said Allie as she wanted to confess everything to Miss Carrie, but she knew she couldn't. Mr. Harvey gave me a weird look when I was talking to Miss Carrie, as if he knew what I, was, what I wasn't telling her. Why are your jeans ripped, sighed Miss Carrie, curious. I fell on my way here. I tripped over a stone leading up to your house, said Allie. Okay, sighed Miss Carrie suspiciously. Allie was scared to go to her next shift, but she felt like she partly deserved it. She got her own parents killed in the fire. Allie was still afraid, while at the same time, that she would get beat up again. Allie went to go to her shift at Bob's Burgers as a sign spinner. Hey, I'm here for my shift, said Allie. Are you okay, Allie? You look a lot thinner, and under your eyes looks dark. Are you getting enough sleep, wrote Dan as he handed Allie the sign. No, I'm fine, Dan. Thanks for asking, but I'll be okay tonight, said Allie with all the energy she had left in her body. All right, well, I'm sorry about that girl who took your job. We had to let her have it because the store was almost going out of business, and she offered a huge sum of money, wrote Dan. Yeah, that's okay, said Allie. Allie went outside again and started spitting the sign. She didn't see anyone this time. A black car pulled up to her. It was a boy about her age with a busted-up car and had on a leather jacket. He had dark brown hair with brown eyes. He signaled to, de- to Allie that he was deaf and started to write on a-, on a paper and pen. No need to write on the paper because, well, I was deaf. How can I help you? Signed Allie. Allie was beginning to forget sign language as time passed, or she never used it as much as she did when she was deaf. Wow, you're the first person I've ever met who's deaf. Well, I was just going to ask, how can you get a job here, or if it's possible? Signed the man in the car. What's your name? Signed Allie. My name is Jacob, Jacob signed. Well, the only job open here is being a sign spinner like me, signed Allie. Do you go to school around here? Said Jacob. Yeah, I'm a junior, almost a senior, sighed Allie. I'm starting at the high school tomorrow. I'm a senior, signed Jacob. Okay, well, the school isn't the best, signed Allie. That's okay. I'll apply for the sign-spinning job around here because I'm trying to save up for a new car and that deaf surgery. It's called the Kohler Implant or something, so I can hear again. 
You're lucky that you got that done, signed Jacob as he put his elbow out of the car and leaned in towards Allie, making eye contact. Well, that's why I started working here in the first place. I recently got the surgery, signed Allie. That's cool. Well, I'm going to try and get a job around here. Thanks for your help. See you tomorrow at school, signed Jacob. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And stay tuned for chapter eight. Thank you guys so much for watching. Have a great day. Bye.